0: Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2282. This guest has been on the show a couple times before. He and his business have hit another milestone. I like to say it's because of this website that you really don't need any TV. You'll understand what I mean in just a moment. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to
1: provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah!
0: Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in San Francisco with an old friend, someone who's been on the show three times now, a 3 peter by the name of randy nonenberg you all know who randy is randy welcome to cars yeah. do you have any gear And are you ready to release the clutch
1: i'm ready to go thanks for having me
0: oh absolutely so fun to have you back and, and you're hitting milestones just left and right and that's what we're gonna talk about today because of what's happening at bring a trailer and you when i say ready to release the clutch one of the things we're going to talk about today is this uh 240z that you guys just sold your 100,000th car and the fact that it's going to charity i think that's cool but before we get to that i know i asked you this last time but i'm going to ask you again because you're kind of one of these guys that's you're a very humble person you're kind of behind the scenes but everybody know, knows who you are when it comes to bring a trailer but maybe since the last time you're on the show what's one little thing that maybe people don't know about randy nonenberg Oh
1: man, I'm not too mysterious, man. I kind of stay out of the limelight a little bit, right? I don't think I'm ever going to be a YouTube sensation. I'm, <laughs> but I, um, I like driving a lot of types of cars, but lately it's trucks. I've, I've, uh, my first vehicle was a. Toyota Land Cruiser. I said that on one of your other shows. Yep. And more recently, I I bought a, um, a pickup truck. There was a rule in my household that I couldn't, um, I wouldn't let our family get a dog until I could have a pickup truck. <laughs> so I got my pickup truck. Uh, and my kids have been clamoring for a dog, and we finally checked off a pickup truck. So now we got a, a dog this year as well. So I'm putting the whole, uh, uh, you know, farmhand dream together. And nice. uh, I'm getting there li- little by little. But uh, I bought a 72- uh gmc sierra grande 4x4 which is like something i've dreamed of for a long time and i i picked one up and anyway that's one of my more recent purchases
0: <laughs> well i have to say i, I kind of figured it wasn't going to be a brand new truck it was going to be something cool and old and in line with you and bring a trailer and things that you guys sell so that sounds pretty cool you got to send me a picture of you with the dog in the truck that's uh I, i'm gonna watch my email for that okay
1: I will. I can do it. I'd love that. Okay.
0: That'll be cool. My next-door neighbor drives a Raptor, and we go. I go with him almost every day to walk his dog, and we go over to this pond where there's ducks and everything. And he's got this uh, bulldog that—it's a Levitt bulldog, and it—let's just say it makes a lot of spray. (laughs) It's kind of a slobbery dog, I guess. And every time I get in his truck, he knows I'm a car maniac, and there's just all that—the whole dash is just covered with, like, yuck. And I'm
1: like— well, you're a you're a detailing guy too, right? Yeah, you do do uh, a few tours of doing that. Oh, Those of course, dogs and cars are like your worst your worst nightmare.
0: Oh yeah, I have a hard time with it. I, I'm trying to loosen up in my old age, but uh, so I live. My dog lives next door. Is that what, that's what I always say? Because I'm his uh, dog father. I picked that dog up in Boston for him and flew all the way back. My wife and I brought that dog back when it was a puppy. So it loves us and we love him. But I like him being next door and being in my neighbor's truck and not in my BMW. So there we go. But uh, (laughs) I do love dogs. I'm going to, for most people, I'm sure everybody listening knows who you are, but let me give you a little introduction. It's changed up a little bit and focuses on a few things we're going to talk about today. Randy Ninerberg is the co-founder of Bring a Trailer, the premier online auction marketplace for collectible vehicles, parts, and a lot more. He is from Northern California and worked in engineering and production at Audi and BMW for 10 years before taking the leap and working starting co-founding Bring a Trailer full-time in 2010. And then in 2014, they launched their online auction, and the collector car world has changed forever. Last year, they sold 1.37 billion, that's a B, billion in vehicles on their site, making Bring a Trailer the largest enthusiast and collector car auction platform, In the world. My hat's off to you, my friend. In March of this year, they hit 100,000 auctions by selling their company-owned 1973 Datsun 240Z. No doubt many of you followed that auction, brought an incredible price, and the proceeds are going to the Piston Foundation. We've had them on the show as well. Your daily dose of Bring a Trailer is like having your own personal assistant who scouts out all the cool cars, trucks, and motorcycles for sale. But be careful, this site is very addictive we'll be back in just a moment but at first a word from our sponsors so give them a little love and we'll be right back years ago when it was time to renew my collector car insurance policy my carrier's rates went up way up. But my usage was the same and I never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. So what's with that? So I turned to American Collectors Insurance. Has your collector car insurance recently raised your rates for no good reason? Tired of paying an annual membership fee? Then it's time to look around and call American Collectors Insurance. I shopped around. I asked friends for recommendations and found a winner that I can trust. And boy, I'm glad I did. I saved hundreds of dollars every year and slept better at night knowing my baby was properly insured. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting vehicles since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by their history of taking great care of their clients. What could be better than that? So give them a call and ask for a quote today. 866 aci Yeah, that's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love like I did with American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors For collectors, are you thinking about selling your classic or exotic car? Do you want to list your vehicle at an auction, but aren't too sure about where or how to start? The pros at Classic.com, well, they can help you out. There's a lot involved in putting your car up for auction. And if you want to represent your ride in its best light, you'll need quality photographs, videos, plus an accurate and detailed write-up. Not to mention being available to handle the tough questions from qualified buyers. The process can be a lot to deal with and mistakes can cost you thousands of dollars. Your car is unique and your marketing plan should be too. My friends at classic.com. Well, they're here to help. They'll handle all the details from an inspection, from a qualified professional, detailed photo shoot, an accurate written description, and your car will be represented to an extensive market by the pros at Classic.com. Be smart and do it right. Talk to a pro about selling your car today. Go to Classic.com slash Cars Yeah. That's Classic.com slash Cars Yeah. And tell them Mark sent you. on the current markets they cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions and linkage magazine has grown mailing you six issues annually join me on this journey with linkage they're geared for the automotive life you can subscribe at linkagemag.com so randy just hit a mile marker your logo i noticed on your website has a few more wheels on it doesn't it tell us about this milestone
1: yeah, so we uh, added a few wheels to the trailer in the logo. We did that a few days before the auction was going to launch. But the way BAT works is it's always been transparent and predictable, right? We started at auction lot number one, actually one through three sold on the first day of auctions back in 2014. Uh, and that lot number has just marched sequentially all the way on up. And in the early days, every time we would hit a one thousand, might have even done it for five hundred, we'd try to do sort of a special car. We'd do a car that we owned or we'd be do a car that was known in the community and be sort of a, oh my goodness, we we've listed a thousand cars and then two thousand and then five thousand then you know, 10,000 and marching all the way through. And over the last number of months, obviously, we knew that 100,000 was way out there on the horizon. And it took, I mean, it took whatever, eight years to get there, um, uh, starting slow, like we did, and then much faster in the recent couple of years. But we saw it out there. And we said, you know, obviously, that could be an interesting moment to do something to celebrate the team, the team who is on our side does all the, you know, paddling uh, behind the scenes that people don't see. People think it's just a website where you, you know, throw your car up on auction and it all just sort of happens automatically.
0: Just all magically happens. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But it's a lot of effort and a large, large team that works on all of this in the background. So it was sort of a a moment for celebration and reflection and and excitement. And so we decided to, yeah, list our, our own vehicle, which I think was kind of a neat thing to do.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk about that vehicle a minute. You know, back in 2014, I was kind of this newbie podcaster, and I had you on the show, and you gave me an incredible scoop. I'm still very proud of this because of the fact that you let this out. You've been very secretive about it, which you were planning on it, but you said, hey, Mark, uh, bring a trailer. It's not just going to be a place to go and look at cars for sale. We're going to start auctioning cars, and Oh my gosh. I mean, when you did that, I was so excited for you because I went, this is perfect. I mean, this is going to be a huge success and you guys have made it a huge success. I mean, last year, one37 Ba-ba-ba-billion in sales. Oh, my gosh. I mean, when you think back to that 2014 and we move ourselves into now, and, of course, you've been in there rowing. You've been up in the, the mass pointing the direction for the team. You guys, you sold the company. Everyone wondered what was going to happen when Hearst came in. And lo and behold, it seemed like they've left you alone, and you guys are still who you always were, true to who you are. You ever would you ever sit back and pinch yourself and go, oh, my gosh, this is incredible?
1: Well yeah, I mean I think all of us do and I certainly do. I feel super fortunate to get to do this every day and keep the specialness of it, right? The worst thing ever would be to keep going and day by day it just becomes sort of vanilla or or like like uh, other things that we built it so that it could replace and be the be the best thing out there. So we're we're really excited that the community has embraced it and people are still excited about it and yeah, that listing is a real sort of momentous occasion to remind us of that. It's good to have uh, sort of milestones to remind you of that, right? Because there is there is work on the day in and the day out and the, this car and the, that car. And, the, you know, all of a sudden it turns into thousands and tens and thousands of cars. <laughs> and you can kind of get swept up in that. But no, no, I mean, none of us knew. People ask all the time, did you know, you know, did you know it was going to, play out like this and i mean i I mean
0: how could you plan that i mean yeah (laughs) it's like did you know you're gonna win the lottery i mean no i just worked hard and you know went to work every day and kept plowing through i mean that that's what you're doing
1: yeah it's been a crazy journey oh it's
0: been wonderful i and you know and i always say who needs tv when you gotta bring a trailer
1: I was never much of a TV guy, so instead of TV, I would surf around classifieds and look for cars for sale that I had no money to buy, you know? So that was my entertainment, and then it kind of morphed
0: into this. I know. It's incredible. Now, last uh, May, I brought a car to you and sold it. It was a tremendous success. It was a wonderful experience. For you listeners that missed my talk with Randy, it's still on the Car Show website like all the shows are. And we talked about the process. And I talked about my experience doing this for the first time. It was so, I won't say it was easy because I hired somebody to help me with it, which was a tremendously smart thing for me to do. I thought it was smart at the time, but it turned to be out really smart. And I'll tell you, Randy, since we last talked, that car now lives about 45 minutes away from me. I met the guy that bought it at the LeMay Museum when they launched a new exhibit for Porsches. Uh, His name's Tom, and he said, Mark, come up and visit your old gal anytime. You can drive her whenever you want. She's in my garage with a bunch of her uh, brothers and sisters, uh, a whole bunch of other Porsches he had. So everything was perfect about that sale. And I just want to thank you for making it so easy and so enjoyable.
1: Well, that was a special car. That was the orange one, right? Orange Crush.
0: Orange Crush. Yep. (laughs) That was it.
1: That was a super, super special car that I'm sure you wouldn't forget. Sometimes it's great when the car stays close, right? And uh, maybe you get a little access to it, but sometimes, uh, man, I don't know if you want to, if you're going to have remorse, you're going to wish it was still yours (laughs) at some moments. but it, that was a special one. And yeah, we're doing a lot more to help sellers. Some sellers want to do, you know, self-service and they really want to take their own photos and, you know, present the car as their own and all that sort of stuff. And then we've added these new local partners, which are fanning out across the country where some people just want to do similar to what you did. You know, they love the car to pieces, but they're not sales experts and they would rather just drop the key to somebody local that could just kind of handle it, even if it costs them a little bit of money. And the the end result on that ends up being really positive kind of for everybody. Um, So we, yeah, we're, we're fostering that and encouraging that. And it's, it's working out for a lot of sellers.
0: How do people learn more about that?
1: So that's, yeah, if you go onto the website, you can sit, start to submit the car, and it will ask you, oh, we recognize your zip code and you live in the Seattle area. Here's a couple people that could help you list if you want it. Not not pushy at all, um, but if you want to proceed and do, you know, 99 bucks on BAT. BAT is the same price as it's always been since 2014. It's incredible. sort yeah. of shake, shake their heads at that. <laughs> a lot of people are like, Randy, why didn't you raise your prices or whatever? But we, we priced it what felt right then and it feels right now and-, yeah. and so for ninety ninety nine bucks, you can do the whole thing yourself, and and we try to make it as easy as we can. But as you know, selling cars is a little bit of work, right? You got to clean yes. it up, and you got to get it ready, and you got to answer questions, and that's part of it. Um, and some some people want to do that themselves, and and some people don't. But it's all right there on the site when you start to submit
0: it. Perfect. I love it. Let's talk about this car that you set as a mile marker, a hundred thousand. The two forty Z, which is a company-owned car, absolutely beautiful car. And I bet you, I'll tell you that car brought a smile to my face when I was fourteen. I started my own car detailing business. I wanted a way to be able to buy more surfboards because I was a surfer living down in California. And one of my first clients bought a new two forty Z that exact color. And when I saw you guys selling that car, it just brought back this flood of memories because I was only fourteen. But she let me drive it from her house over to my house and detail it for her, and then bring it back. Uh, Beverly was her name. Her sadly, she'd lost her husband in the Vietnam War, and so she was a widower. But she had a little child, and I used to take care of that car. I used to detail it every month for her. But let's talk about the 240Z. Why that car? How it came out? And then we're gonna kind of. Take where that money is going to go because you guys decided to do something awful nice with that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So that that car, it was a company-owned car. It's a a bring-a-trailer car. It was the one and only. People ask, is this one of a gigantic fleet at BAT? And it's not. It was the one and only um, vehicle that belonged to the company. And the reason we did that, we bought it five years ago. And we wanted a car to do some events in. And we I wanted the staff to be able to participate in that. I've got a couple cars of my own, but having one that actually belonged to the team. And um, now, five years later, I think, what is it, a half dozen team members here have been able to drive it all over. Howard uh, Swig, who's been on your program he drove it in the tar- Baja. He drove it all the way to Mexico, which what? is crazy. Really, um, we drove it, We drove that car across country. More recently, uh, Chris Baxter, one of our team members, drove it in the Overcrest Rally through Idaho. Like we, that car has been all over the place, which is really cool. And it, and it's also sort of a uh, it's a model that a lot of people have a story, like your detailing story. Yep. Like people remember remember the car. It's kind of I mean, they've gotten a little expensive, but it's kind of an everyman sort of a car, right? We didn't buy a, you know, a Lamborghini for the team to drive around. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a Datsun, right? It's been a good car to actually get behind the wheel and and get out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want our team to be able to do that, right? If our team just sits behind a computer all day and never touches cars or never does events, like we'll sort of lose some of our ethos and why we're doing this in the first place. And so that that car really took our team to go do that. Many members on our team, and it just started to have sort of an identity with the company, which I think is why the eventual auction, which just happened and closed out, it was seen as the BAT car being sold. And I think that that made the milestone and the, the charity aspect all the sweeter.
0: Oh, it did. And tell us the price it got and then this relationship with the Piston Foundation, because I've had the founders and, and people working there on the show.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It bid uh, super actively right at the beginning, and then it, it kind of sat as one does on BAT for a that few happens, days while people yeah. discussed it. And then at the end, it got a couple a couple more big bids, but it sold uh, for one hundred twenty four thousand, comma awesome. two forty. Right? Everybody does those <laughs> funny bids on BAT, and it's going to a person that that has bought multiple cars on BAT and is really excited about it. Nice. And that's obviously a monstrous price for that car. I, I think that's more than the car is just worth on its own. But the, the charitable component is really neat. And we also donate our fee and on top of that. So, yeah, we're going to donate almost $130,000 to the Piston Foundation. Nice. Um, and, um, yeah, we can talk a little about about them, too. They're a, they're a neat operation.
0: Yeah. Tell me why you chose the Piston Foundation. I mean, I've, I've had uh, several members on the show here, but I'd love for for you to give your perspective on the relationship there, because what they're doing, it so ties into what you are and what Bring a Trailer is all about.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Piston Foundation uh, works to support um, technical trade students through scholarships and uh, financial funding for, for people to go learn um, repair work and classic car focus uh, mechanical work and uh, training in those sorts of areas. And obviously, I I think there's a few um, firms who do that, but Piston really stood out to us because of some of the people that are there and the uh, just the uh, focus of their mission. They're very on mission and specific about what they want to do and are going to take this money. And it goes exactly straight to these many scholarships for students. And I, I just think that's a really important and honorable thing to be doing and also we need people to work on all these cars whether they're 240Z's or anything else under the sun and that's obviously a sector that sometimes doesn't get as much visibility or support. and so it's an, it's an educational uh, effort and we all need to invest in it and and any way we can for the for the sort of bright future of people wanting to drive these cars around which we definitely do
0: Absolutely. Now, another thing that you recently launched is a motorcycle-specific program. It's Instagram page. Bring a trailer. Is it lower? What am I saying right? Lower slash moto. How am I? How am I saying that right?
1: I think it's bring a trailer underscore moto. Underscore. moto. (laughs) Search that in terms of social channels. Yeah, that's an exciting one. We're getting into some sort of like the. It's like the different channels on your dial. You know, you uh, you want to have a few different options sometimes that, that each have their own flavor and. VAT all, you know, started with just a total smorgasbord of everything under the sun, but at its current volume, sometimes it's cool to drill down into some specific topics, and so we're starting to do that both on the site and on our social audiences as well.
0: Very cool. I'll put links to that on Randy Shano's page, but it's easy to find. I assume it's also on the Bring a Trailer website page, so people can click on it there. Is that true?
1: Yeah, you go straight to, I mean, filter by moto. One of the most important things to learn how to do on VAT is what you want. And we're building more and more tools for people to do that. But it's interesting. I mean, the Bring a Trailer uh, Motorcycle page, 30, I think I saw as many as 44 motorcycles at one point on that. I mean, it's like it's business and community and and, uh, its own thing just in that one category these days. And that's something we never, (laughs) maybe you ask about. Yeah, what future we could have predicted. I mean, we never would have thought that there would be that many motorcycles on Bring a Trailer and and a lot of people want to use it. And there's a really vibrant, uh, enthusiast and expert network of commenters and and all that just right there on BET. So we're, we're excited that those are mixed together and are adjacent to one
0: another. Oh, absolutely. I used to, to have motorcycles and I had a few collectible bikes and bikes I rode. And, you know, it's all part of the the family of rolling on rubber is what I like to say. And, you know, when you talk about the collector car market today, it seems like we're just coming off of Amelia Island, all the uh, auctions that happened there. Of course, uh, the Arizona auctions. And there's more to come. It seems like despite the kind of dicey, iffy climate out there when it comes to the economy, uh, the collector car market... I know it's softened a little bit, but it seems like it's still very robust. I wondered if you could talk a little bit about who you're seeing from a demographic standpoint of new groups of people coming into the collector car market through auctions. I know some of us older guys are starting to age out a little bit. (laughs) I'm still here. What's that line out of Papillon? I'm still here, you Well, he used an expletive, but I think you know what I'm talking about at the very end of the movie. Still hanging on here. What's your impression of what's happening in the market when it relates to different demographic groups, i.e. boomers to millennials to XYZs and PPQRZs or whatever it is that's buying cars these days?
1: So, yeah, good question. Last year, we saw a gangbuster year and a lot of uh, really premium numbers being paid for cars, and that's good for part of the market. But for newcomers, sometimes that can be a little bit off-putting. And something we're really proud at BAT about is the number of first-timers and actually the new people we are making more comfortable with entering into the collector car space. Uh, Our audience has really grown with a lot of people who tell us, you know, I never would have bought a car like this, but once I found Bring a Trailer, the community there made it that much easier and more reliable and honest and made me just feel comfortable with doing something I wouldn't have done otherwise. So uh, no matter what the market is doing, if it's booming or if it's cool, what we like is our ability to reach new audience. And that is something that really expanded. So talking about demographics, what that means is, you know, somebody that has a couple of nice, you know, modern Porsches or uh, Mustangs or, you know, nice SUVs that are under warranty and they're very comfortable in that world, but would they ever buy a 85, you know, Grand Wagoneer to have at their vacation house, they may shy away from that. But we're trying to kind of cast a wide net and open the door so that they feel like, oh, this is a place where I could do that. And I I wouldn't have to feel vulnerable at a dealer or a tent auction. And it, it. could it could work out okay for me and then they do it and it does work out okay and they're and they're all smile so that that's how we are trying to sort of expand the pie and so yeah you can look at amelia and look at you know some big you know Ferrari 250 numbers and what does the market mean and all this sort of stuff but in reality what the what's important for the market is that not only the existing enthusiasts are buying and selling but that new enthusiasts are being added to the pile that's where we see growth and excitement and and promising years ahead, and uh, that's really working on BAT, and that's what we're excited about.
0: Well, I think it's wonderful because you watch these auctions, and most of the time they have very high end cars, and you kind of feel like you're left out of the the chase because you go, oh my gosh, I mean these are you know quarter million, half million, million plus dollars. I can't buy a car like that, and you start to get a little like maybe this isn't a field I should be in. And then you go to bring a trailer and you go, look at all the options. There's so many different cars available here that fit my budget. I think that's what made you guys who you are. And I'm really happy that you continue. And, and I wanted to touch on another thing I'm seeing is I think more and more people who buy and sell cars, I'm talking about professionals, are also selling through your site because they realize you have the marketplace that. They can't reach. I kind of look at you as a little bit like Amazon. And now don't let that offend you if, if it does. But the, what I mean by that is Amazon has a reach that is very broad. And a lot of people sell products through Amazon, realizing that I could never get that reach because they had the infrastructure to put it out there. And I wanted you to touch on that a little bit because I think it's pretty cool. Because you see who the seller is and you go, oh, that's somebody over here that buys and sells cars. But because they're on Bring a Trailer, I feel pretty good about that as i'm talking about me as a consumer that it's a safe company to buy from because bring a trailer wouldn't allow them to be there if they weren't and i just wanted to give you that that impression that i have and i hear that from my friends as well i think it's a smart thing you've done
1: yeah. I mean, card dealers for a long time built a reputation, either positive or, or negative, and it would go one way or the other. But now with the dynamics of BAT, when they sell, how, how visible it all is, right? A, a, lar- a large liability of old auctions and old websites and old dealers was the mystery around it. And the difference on BAT is everything is there, right? The bids are there, people's Signups are permanent. What you say, I always joke, it's not in pencil; it's in ink, right? Like it's not <laughs> going to get deleted once right? you once you say it, it's there. Yeah. Um, and what a dealer does if they sell a car on BAT, we you know we survey the buyer and seller and we hear how it goes. And if they're uh, wonderful people and it all works great, fantastic, we love to have them back. And if they're not, it's kind of a one strike and you're out rule. So a lot of dealers have figured that out, and I think that that has sort of just put positive pressure from the consumer side for them to to um you know do right by customers and and give good uh, descriptions and take honest photos and and do things that um not that not that all of them are terrible but left to their own devices there's kind of no checks and balances and and now BAT has given that sort of visibility and honestly has, has built an expectation in the consumer that, you know, 400 photos is normal now. You know? Yeah,
0: I know <laughs> you darn guys, you made a lot of work for us. Yeah. Answering
1: <laughs> questions is, normal now, right? And so there's kind of positive pressure to do these sort of things, which is a little bit of a thorn in the side of some dealers and, and some professionals and even some private sellers are like, oh, I'll never do that. Or I don't want anybody to comment about my car, or those sort of things. But in this new world, like being able to not only tolerate that, but actually embrace that, you see what Fantasy Junction's doing and Avant-Garde's doing and Mechanics shop in in Connecticut is doing, and all these guys are embracing it and are like, oh, if we actually lean into that, it creates like an amazing industry for them. And uh, yeah, for our our previous conversation about your orange car, uh, there's a lot of people that would love to go drop somebody local the keys and have them handle it. So it's a, it's a bunch of new business for them also. Mm-hmm. And so we found it to just be really, really positive as long as their behavior is in, in check and they're and they're treating customers rightly, which they should want to do anyway. But right. but uh but as long as we're all aligned on that, there's some uh dealers that have done remarkably well uh on bring a trailer and we want we want them to continue to do that. So it's been exciting to Kind of team up, uh, but also hold one another accountable and, and make sure that the, the buyer gets um, gets a positive outcome. And, and a lot of those have started to string together, so it's it's working.
0: Yeah, it's working really well. And one thing for you listeners that maybe have not yet spent a lot of time on Bring a Trailer, and I, I warned you at the beginning, it's addictive. Uh, all of a sudden, you can look up and go, "Oh my gosh, it's midnight! I got to go to bed." I've been I've been on here looking at cars for a long time, but. I've learned so much about so many different cars just by watching the comments and even the people commenting police each other and say, no, no, you're not right. That's wrong. This is actually the way it should be. And then other people will pipe in and say, you're right. Yeah, it should have been this, should have been that. Uh, The amount of knowledge there and brain trust is so tremendous and it helps the buyers. And I always tell people that are just starting to get into collector car world, go and look at cars you like and read the comments. You'll learn so much about the car you think you want. Maybe you don't really want that car, maybe you want the next year you know the other or the other year, or maybe it is i you know it's just a knowledge based thing, but uh trust is what you guys have built, and I think that first ten years of you working so hard for basically nothing and building that trust is definitely paid off now, as you know, so I think it's tremendous. Now, one thing you mentioned at the beginning here, Randy, is in-person events. Now, I've been to uh, an event that you guys had last year up in Seattle at the shop, which was really fun. Uh, I forget. Oh, I, br- I brought my M3, my E46 M3, another car that's becoming <laughs> quite valuable. I'm shocked at what they're selling for. Uh, what are your in-person events all about? Yeah, well, I mean, BAT
1: is mainly on your phone or on your laptop, right? It's sort of a digital experience, and something that that will never um, take the place of is actually having a steering wheel in your hands or meeting another enthusiast and shaking hands and, you know, looking at an engine bay and, and talking it over. So we've always known that, and one of the my favorite aspects of Bring a Trailer is when I see a vehicle that I recognize from BAT out in the wild, whether mm-hmm. it's at an event or going down the highway, or I, you know, I'm at a Starbucks parking lot and yep. there's a bug, Eye Sprite. And I'm like, wait a minute, that was on BAT in 2018. Yeah. You know, I'm, yep. I'm the kind of crazy person that remembers <laughs> a lot of those. Of course. Uh, or if I children when I, <laughs> yeah, you know, and now there's so many of them that oftentimes when you see a special car, it can end up being one that was on BAT at one time or another. So yeah. Um, that's super special. And so you got a taste of that. We did it six, uh, of these events last year. One of them was in Seattle and we just picked different areas of the, of the country and also the BAT community members are all over the place. And so to go to a sort of regional, uh, either car show or racetrack or even throw our own event uh, and go and, you know, get the perspective. I remember when I wrote Atlanta, I was there actually in the Z that just sold and I was there and I got to shake the hands of some people. And all these years later in the comments, when that car sells, they say, Hey, I saw that car and I met you at road yeah. Atlanta, you know, and we, yep. we had a great conversation. And I mean, that sort of stuff is, is very real and very, I think longed for in mm. the, um, car community, similar to how transparency of transacting cars is longed for, I think, personal connection and enthusiasm is, is really long for. And there's a few cool in-person car events that have been happening um, for decades and decades, but we just kind of wanted a new flavor where you walk in and you recognize, like you say, your children, you recognize all these cars you saw online over the last five years, and they're all parked in front of you. And you're like, oh, I remember that Pantera. <laughs> and I remember that Ford F100. And that that, that car had a 200 comments on it. And that car this or that or the other. So that's a, that's a special BAT specific sort of feeling. And then even better, right? You shake the hand of the guy who bought it and the seller is there too. And you know, there's, there's some really neat moments. And I think us being able to do that five or six times a year and invite everybody out, it's sort of, it's sort of like a family gathering of, of uh, sorts. And we're going to do, yeah, six more of those this year. We just announced the first three and we're going to announce three more for the back half of the year. And they're at some Sometimes unsuspecting locations, not just what everybody would think, and mm-hmm. uh, that makes it fun too.
0: I love it; it's absolutely fantastic. Before I let you go today, is there a is there a bring a trailer slogan, a, a saying? I like to call them success quotes or something that relates to how you've built this business and what it all means to you and, and to all your customers.
1: Um, you know, it doesn't have one specific slogan. I think we've worked through a couple different uh slogans over the years but one of them was this is how auctions should work Mm -hmm. right like we no joke just on the wall wrote what how ought this work? how do we wish these auctions worked when we go to pebble beach or when we go to ebay or when Mm -hmm. we go to anywhere like how should it work and so a lot of the aspects of how we design BAT, and we haven't figured it all out yet it's still evolving and it needs to improve and uh, you know not everybody's experience is absolutely 10 out of 10 and we can learn from that but this foundationally a lot of the aspects of what we tried to design for was how it should work for for a positive outcome and um yeah so we put that on the wall um and on our our tent at the racetrack and a few different things and it says bring a trailer this is how auction should work and that's that's what we always strive for
0: you know what it kind of remind me of is when Rob Dickinson was just starting Singer Porsches, and he was uh, frustrated, came in one morning, and some things weren't right on that first car, and he spray-painted on the wall. Everything is important, and it set the tone for that business. You can, you can even buy those cars now with that on the, the running board when you, when you get into one of his cars. You can afford his cars, and if you can wait three or four years, which is about what it's taking. By the way, the guy that bought my earns Crush just got his Singer. Took almost four years to get that car, but he's got one of those too. So yeah, so Orange Crush is sitting next to a very special singer. Uh, We should all be so fortunate, but it's a wonderful thing. This is how auctions should work, most definitely. I really appreciate you coming back and uh, congratulations, Randy. I mean, this has been a long road, a huge amount of work. You've got a tremendous team around you. You guys just keep evolving and growing and getting better and better. And I just want to take my hat off to you and your team and what you're doing because you make, I should say, you bring so much joy to us car people out there and uh yeah it's uh, better than wasting time on the tv is on the bring a trailer website looking at things that could be parked in your garage and i also want to do a shout out thank you to kevin at con media con media brings some tremendous people to Cars. Yeah. So Kevin, thank you. And the entire con team for bringing Randy back as a three timer and Randy, I want to get that picture one day of you in that truck with that dog. That's going to be,
1: I will do it. I guarantee I man. I have, I have a whole, whole boatload of photos. I just got to pick one to send you. All right. You send me that.
0: Awesome. Great. Until you and I talk again, my friend, thanks for coming back to Cars. Yeah. Congratulations on all the achievements there. I'll see you hopefully at a next to bring a trailer event this year. That'll be fun. Sounds great. I'll see you there. Thank you, my friend. If you're listening to this program, there's a pretty good chance you believe what I believe, that the collector vehicles we love are more than just a means of getting from one place to the other. They're a part of our culture, our identity, and as a people, they bring us together at vintage races, classic car auctions, and thousand mile rallies. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these important vehicles aren't lost to time. RPM stands for restoration, preservation, and mentorship. And their goal is to inspire the next generation of vehicle restoration professionals through its outreach programs. And they include Shop Hop, Off to the Races, the RPM of Future Class and many others. These programs engage talented young people across the country and connect them with mentors and a variety of opportunities in the industry. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of collector vehicles skill trade, visit rpm.foundation today.
1: Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun.